guys, welcome back to the Allergic to Grace podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Whitney. And we're so glad you joined in to listen today. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about Genesis chapters 42 through 44. But to pick up where we left off last week, let's quickly recap what we saw in chapters 39 through 41. Joseph ends up being sold as a servant to a captain of the guard in Egypt named Potiphar. He quickly earns Potiphar's favor and trust um, because Potiphar can see that God is clearly with Joseph and he makes Joseph his second hand guy, basically. Potiphar's wife wants to have an affair with Joseph, but he refuses several times, despite her constant, what's the word? Passes? Yes, passes. She eventually lies to Potiphar and everyone in the house that Joseph tried to rape her and Joseph is sent to prison. While in prison, he quickly becomes the main prisoner in charge and is tasked with seeing serving two of Pharaoh's chief servants. Um, These servants have dreams while they're in prison, and they have no idea how to interpret them. So Joseph interprets for them, all the while attributing his dream interpreting abilities to God. The servants are called back to Pharaoh, and a good while passes when Pharaoh has a dream that no one can interpret. The chief cupbearer vouches for Joseph and says, you know, this guy in prison interpreted my dream. Why don't you go ask him? So he recommends Joseph for the job. So Joseph interprets the Pharaoh's dreams and tells him there's coming a time of great prosperity for seven years. And after that, there will be a great famine for seven years in Egypt. And Joseph tells him what he needs to do in order to not have all of Egypt perish. Um, And so Pharaoh makes Joseph second in command to him, meaning he is the right hand man to the Pharaoh of Egypt. All within a short 13 years, he has gone from slavery to the right-hand man of the Pharaoh in Egypt. So sure enough, Joseph's dream interpretations were correct because they came from God and a great harvest came for seven years and then a vast famine. So people from all over came to Egypt in search of help and the Pharaoh sent them all to Joseph. So... That leads us into chapter 42, which is basically the journey of Joseph's Lord, which is basically the journey of Joseph's brothers um, coming to Egypt in search of food during the famine. So it opens with Jacob telling his sons, hey, go get us some food because we have starving. (laughs) We have none. We have none. Zero. Go to the store. (laughs) Right. Did, Did you happen to look up? Where they were in Canaan and the trip to Egypt. No, I wanted to and they didn't. I didn't either. I won't. Maybe we should. Let's pause. We're going to pause here for a moment. We're going to look it up. Are we really not pausing? Oh, I can pause. (laughs) I don't care. So after some research, we have come to zero reputable conclusions. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) About the distance or the amount of time that Joseph's brothers would have traveled or taken to travel from the land of Canaan to where Joseph was in Egypt. I found, we found one answer. Ish. Ish. And we don't know how reputable it is because nowhere else had anything. It said 175 to 200 miles one way. Yeah. Which when you're looking at a map, it looks like they would have had to have crossed that Sinai Peninsula. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they take a very similar journey um, to Egypt as the Israelites do in Exodus when they leave. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, maybe it can't be a short or there. easy no. journey. No, basically, there's no way. 
none. Um, it doesn't really matter all that much. It's just kind of like we don't really know where they were in the land of Canaan yeah. because it was such a large, vast land. There's yeah. so much there. So we can't really pinpoint their starting point to give like a accurate, accurate or approximate. Yeah. Even for that About matter. 200 miles ish. Ish. So his father, Jacob, uh, learned that there was grain for sale in Egypt, and he tells his sons to go down to Egypt um, to pick up some grain so that they don't starve to death. And I like one of the verses in, in verse one. It says, why do you look at one another? Like he's asking his sons, go to Egypt, and they make this face <laughs> at each other like, oh, mm. uh. And I have a theory on why they make this face. I feel like you probably have the same theory. What do you think? I guess I didn't really think too much about it at all when I read it. Oh, I did. Because you know when somebody says something sly at work or like you know something that you're not supposed to know and you just make like a side eye look to your friend. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The brothers knew that he... There's a possibility that Joseph was still alive and that he probably ended up in Egypt. So if they are going to Egypt, they probably know that they're going to cross paths with him or they have the potential to cross yeah. paths with him. Yeah. Plus, and, it. Plus, let's be real. It's been, I think I read somewhere, 20 years. 20 so years they ago. had probably compartmentalized it and had stopped thinking about it. And then their dad says the E word, Egypt, and yeah. it's like brings everything back. And mind you... Israel at this time, he still doesn't know what actually happened. Yeah, no. No, he still thinks that his son was ripped to pieces by some beast. Um, yeah, I'll tell you a beast. A beast of a son. <laughs> sons. Yeah. Sons. Multiple sons. But anyway, yeah. Why do you look at one another? Like, why are you staring at each other? Just go. Get us yeah. some food. <laughs> so they go... Ten of his brothers. Now, Joseph had... 11 brothers yes jacob had 12 sons yes joseph is already in egypt Mm -hmm. 10 of them are leaving to go to egypt he's keeping benjamin yes joseph's full brother yeah from rachel his second favorite who when he had joseph so now would be his favorite yeah yeah because he thinks he's dead yes so i was like okay well why did they send all 10 of them and we'll get into this a little bit when they actually get to egypt Because, you know, if you think about it, having 12 sons during that time probably wasn't that unheard of, Mm -mm. but they're all grown men at this point. Mm -hmm. So like, mm, anyway, we'll get to it. Um, So they came and Joseph was the governor because, you know, the Pharaoh sent all the people who came to Egypt to Joseph to distribute food and feud, food, (laughs) my goodness. Um, and everything. So his brothers come to Egypt and in verse six, it says, and Joseph's brothers came and bowed themselves before him with their faces to the ground. Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he treated them like strangers and spoke roughly to him saying, where do you come from? He said, they said from the land of Canaan to buy food. Now, remember, what was it, two episodes ago? Yeah. Was it two episodes ago mm-hmm. that we were talking about Joseph's Joseph dreams, dreams and him boasting to his brothers? What were those dreams about? Oh, hmm. Were his brothers going to bow down to him? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, in their ruse to not let that come to fruition, they actually made it come to fruition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Crazy how that works. Oh. Yeah. Like you said, it's been 20 something years since they've seen each other. Um, he didn't reveal himself to his brothers. He acted as if he was like an Egyptian general or like mm-hmm. some foreigner yeah. um, that didn't know who they were. Now, I don't know about you, but like if you hadn't seen your brother in 20 years, would you not recognize him? Well, I mean, think about it. When they last saw him, he, he was still a child. He was 17. He was still a child. Yeah. So he did so much growing up. True. You know, True. he probably, you know, looked like, looked similar, but looked like a different man. And also they probably were trying not to think about him or what they did. Yeah. See, I really think that they kept that on the back of their minds and they thought about it often because of what they say in the next couple of verses. But I'll get into that a little bit deeper in a minute. Um, I also saw and read somewhere that he used an interpreter to talk to them. Yeah, I did see that out also. Because they're talking in Hebrew mm-hmm. and he's an Egyptian yep. who's not supposed to know Hebrew. Yeah. Yep. So that's also another one of those veils mm-hmm. that would kind of shield his yeah. true identity. From you know, spoilers. now that you say veiled maybe it was god that wasn't letting them recognize joseph at first Ooh, i have that in my notes <laughs> okay yes. anyway anyway <sighs> yes his brothers bow down they don't recognize him and the first thing that pops into joseph's head is his dreams like god makes him remember his dreams and he brings that to the forefront of his mind um and he stops joseph from revealing himself to him i truly think that's one part of it like one god was shielding the brother's eyes two he was also preventing joseph from showing him his brothers who he really was Mm -hmm. because if it were me i feel like i would be like hey guys it's me like oh my gosh you know yeah yes so um joseph is talking roughly to him and he said you are spies You have come to see the nakedness of the land. So going back to the fact that these were 10 grown men in a time of famine, you know, other neighboring, what is it, nations or whatever can come and and kind of see how desperate and um, weakened in the weakened Mm -hmm. state that Egypt was in to try to overtake them. Yeah, try to take them over. Yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't uncommon. So I did a little research because... You first read that and you're like, that's kind of random. Like, why would he accuse them of being spies? That's strange. Yeah. So from Ligonier Ministries, um, this comes straight from them. It said, though his brothers protested their innocence, because once Joseph accuses them, they're like, no, no, we're not. No, we're honest men. We're all sons of one man. Um, In ancient times, guards were placed at the frontier borders of Egypt and would interrogate travelers to see if they were engaged in espionage. Ooh, espionage. Espionage. (laughs) Um, In times of distress, such as famine like this, spies would look in for weakness in the ruling empire to seek out ways to steal over the country. And so Joseph was just accusing them of of being and doing such. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was also hiding his identity. So he was taking on that role of the Egyptian, what is it? Governor, Leader, governor whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. And doing those normal inline things with that type of character. Yeah. So it's just another way he was hiding himself. Yeah. From playing brothers. a role, basically. He played, 
He deserves an Oscar, man. He does. <laughs> he does. Um, so they just keep protesting to Joseph that, no, we're honest men. We come from the land of Canaan. Um, you know, we're all sons of one man. You know, our youngest brother is with our father and one is no more. Hmm. They say that they say one is no Hmm. more, which makes me think that they thought about their sin often enough to lie to themselves to actually believe the lie that they told their father. Yeah, because, too, and that was one of the things I think I can't remember if the Bible actually says something about it or it was in some of the Mm -hmm. research that I did that it bothers Joseph that they seem to they present it like they don't really care like yeah. oh he's just no more they didn't say oh he was ripped to shreds ripped to shreds by, by a beast yeah. or oh he was sold into slavery or they're downplaying they said, it too yeah, because they're guilty exactly they they just kind of like go like glaze over it just like yeah over yep. it like what no big no deal more. he's just no more um we don't talk about it type of thing yes and he's him <laughs> It's, it's me. Danny, right I'm the you. brother. <laughs> <laughs> One is no more. I would. It, you know how much strength it would take to 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 keep a straight face when hearing that. Are you okay. It would be so hard. Yeah, and I think too, kind of like you had pointed out, because I didn't notice that when I was first reading it, that God kept him from revealing Himself. Because mm-hmm. again, we're going to see throughout all these chapters that God uses everything, even poor choices and sin and evil acts to have his plan come to fruition. Yep. So he gave, he gave them and not an ultimatum uh, proposition. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. He says, send one of your brothers back to the land of your father and grab your youngest brother. So I know that you are telling me the truth. Um, and he threw them all in prison for three days. Right. And then after those three days, he comes back with another proposition saying, actually, I'm just going to keep one of you. The rest of you can go home, but do not show your face in Egypt again unless you have your youngest brother. Right? He does. That's what happens. He Is does. Is that not what happens? Yep. Did you draw any parallels there? What, that he changed his mind? No. That no? he kept one brother in prison in what we compared in the last episode to the pit. Because mm. what did all of his brothers do with him? They threw him in a pit. Threw him in the pit. You have to say it like that. The pit. The pit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. What's the parallel? Joseph being thrown in the pit to him keeping one of his brothers in the prison. Oh. I just thought that was, you know, a test of them saying, well, if they just abandon him in prison. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was because they abandoned him in the pit. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Oh my goodness. And, and they didn't come back for him today. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then they never came back for Joseph. Yeah. So Joseph, yeah. to me anyway, is saying, okay, well, if they leave him, then they haven't changed. But if they do come back with Benjamin, then yes. hey, maybe they really did change. You know, there's a bunch of testing of his brothers within mm-hmm. these next couple of chapters, yeah. and some of them are kind of hidden tests that yeah. you would that you don't realize realize happened. yeah yeah anyway like that so, like him keeping yes. who was it simeon simon, simon. simon. i never well, that's how it's spelled it's spelled simeon <laughs> yeah i think about monkey when you say simeon why what are they called <laughs> it's like prosiminates or something like that i don't know anyway 
um simeon so you never heard of a monkey called like, simony simeon no so they keep him and like when you first read that when i first read it i didn't think anything of it i was like oh he's just keeping him in prison and then if they come back they come back and if they don't then whatever but it was i didn't see that as a test until now because you hear this story so many times when you're younger you know that's just something you don't really think about the term simian is derived from the latin word simia which means ape or monkey (laughs) s-i-m-i-a-n simian Boom. Learned. <laughs> Learned. Anyway, yes, the pit. So the brothers go back and they leave. No, wait. Oh, what They're are still going? in prison at this point. Oh. They come back and say, I'm going to keep, you know, one of you confined. The rest of you can go carry grain to your family and bring your youngest brother to me. Um, And then he leaves, but he doesn't really leave. Right? That's what I'm get- gathering from this. Hold on. I'll read and it for you. And who leaves? Joseph, it says, in truth, they're saying to one another in prison before they're about to leave, you know, to go back home. Yeah. And keep in mind, they don't know that he understands what they're saying. Yes. But it also says there was an interpreter between them. So like. Yeah. So probably when Joseph was conversing with them and they were conversing to Joseph, they were using the interpreter. Yeah. But when they they were talking amongst themselves. Yeah. Okay. Like I. I don't know if this is right, but I just picture Joseph being like kind of like around a corner or something. That's what I picture. Yeah. Just like listening in. Yeah. Because he can understand what they're saying. Yeah. Or on the other hand, it could have just been the interpreter was telling Joseph exactly what they were saying. Yeah. Which he didn't need to, but whatever. Yeah. So they said to one another, in truth, we are guilty concerning our brother and that we saw the distress of his soul when he begged us and we did not listen. That is why the distress has come upon us. So they're accurately linking what they did to Joseph to their current situation. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because, you know, all of them have such a guilty conscience Mm -hmm. right now because number one, they haven't repented. They haven't reconciled. They haven't done anything. They didn't tell the truth about what happened other than to each other. And it's been 20 plus years. Yeah. Like they've kept this stewing. Yeah. To their minds. Yeah. So, of course, they're thrown in jail. One of their brothers is going to be left behind and they have to go back to their father without their brother with grain and everything and explain, hey, we need to take Benjamin back to Egypt. Oh, because you remember that last time we came back without a brother and he was dead? Exactly. Quote, unquote, exactly. parallels. Exactly. So, you know, God had every intention to drive the brothers to repentance and every came, everything came to fruition exactly how it was supposed to. Yeah. Always um, does. But I just think it's kind of funny. Their guilty conscience in this instance, and even in our own lives sees every single trouble that you go through as a sins penalty. Yeah. Don't yeah. you, do you just realize did. yourself doing that? Yeah. Oh Yeah all the time like dang it i stubbed my toe i need i need to repent of something right right (laughs) why is this happening to me exactly why did i drop a dozen cupcakes in the parking lot oh my gosh listen i know why (laughs) it was pure sin baby (laughs) yes so in this verse we can start to see that change of heart in the brothers that they're linking their past sin to what's happening them to them now and they are trying to reconcile amongst themselves of how do we make this better makes yeah. it better yeah. yeah so they leave um 
actually, this is the first time we see Joseph cry. Joseph cries a lot. He does. It's okay. He's this, an emotional man. He's it's been an by emotional him, time. He's been away from everything. Yeah. His whole family for these are 20 all years. of his brothers minus one. Yeah. And he can't tell them who he is. No. Like, of course he's upset. Of course. But upon hearing that, you know, this is this is because we are guilty concerning Joseph. He turns away from them and weeps is what it says in verse 24. Um, he took Simon from them, which makes me think he was still there. So he took Simon from them, mm-hmm. bound them before their eyes. And they gave Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain and to replace every man's money in his sack and to give them provisions for the journey. So he's looking after them, even though he's yeah, treating he's him taking terribly. care of them. Yeah. Um, they put more than enough grain in their sacks. They put their money back so they didn't even have to pay for it. And then they gave him them provisions for the journey, meaning they gave them extra things Food and for stuff the specifically journey. for the journey. Yeah. The so they wouldn't have to get track. Yes. They wouldn't have to dip into the rations that they were given for their families. Yes. Um, another reason why I think they sent all 10 brothers was because it was a population basis on how they were yeah. distributing food yeah and they all had their own families also yes i mean we come much no this episode next episode to Which find one? out how many people it is that they have all the f- yeah, next episode yeah but it's not all 10 brothers needed to go yeah <laughs> there's a lot of people they got a lot of people to feed back home um yeah so they leave with all of their money all of their grain and they um go on their way And one of them, one of the brothers, opened his sack to give his donkey some grain. um, And he realized that the money was in his sack. And he was immediately scared. Um, You know, like, they say, what what is this God has done to us? You know? So, there's a lot of hidden meanings Mm -hmm. in this whole thing. (laughs) What comes to your mind first? So I'm going to address the what is this God has done to us part, right? Yeah. Their consciousness, consciousness, oh my goodness, their consciences were under such great bondage that they even regarded something good as money and more grain and everything like that as a punishment from God. They're saying, you know, a guilty conscience doesn't even recognize how to handle gifts from God. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how much sin just darkens your inner your vision, your vision, not your just your literal vision, but like your, you know, the way you see everything, the veil that it puts over you. When I, you know, read that, and when I think about it, my immediate thought is, is, oh, they're scared because Joseph was so mean to them. Yeah. That he's going to think that, oh, my goodness, they didn't pay for this and he's going to come after us. Or if we have to go back, he's going to kill us because it looks like we stole all of this. Yep. So it was a test. Obviously, it was a test. What are they going to do with this money? Are they going to hide it? Are they going to tell Joseph about it? Not Joseph. Jacob about it. Um, Because you remember the last time they went somewhere together and didn't come back with a brother. They sold Joseph and they got money. Mm-hmm. Um, they came now, back minus one brother with more money. With more money. Well, Jacob didn't know they had more money. Yeah. But but he still, did. Everybody else. Everyone else did. Right. So now it's the same situation. N- no Simon. More money. 
right? Yeah. And then also, they were just being accused as spies. Did you say this already? They were just being accused as spies. And if they come back and say, well, we have all this money, we didn't steal this grain, they could be accused as thieves. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yep. Did you say that? Something similar, but nothing about being spies. Oh. It's good. You're good. Anyway. Anyway. So they were repetition terrified. is important, as we will learn throughout the Bible. Yes, they were terrified that they found this money in their sacks. Um, something about conscience, right? And having a guilty conscience. I read this and I thought it was really interesting. So I'm going to read it verbatim. Tell ready? me. It says, wait, say, where did you get it from? Oh, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. It was on commentary. Um, enduring word. Perfect. Okay. Commentary. Go. Okay. Um, it says some describe the conscience as the sundial of the soul. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> it tells time well enough when there is light, but in darkness, it is of no Ooh. use at night. You can shine a flashlight on a sundial and make it read any time you want to. But the sunlight of God, God's word shines on our conscience. It is reliable and trustworthy. Apart from that, it isn't always reliable. Doesn't that make perfect sense? It does. That's good. Like, that was you know, good. You need God's word to to show you what your sin is. You need the the true light. Yes. The true light. Yes. And otherwise, you're unable to receive. You're unable to perceive about mm-hmm. what is going on yeah. in your actual life. Yes. Exactly. Oh. Anyway, I just thought that was really yeah. Really that's cool. that was really good. Right. Enduring word. Bible commentary. <laughs> Let's give credit where credit is due. I did not think of that. <laughs> um, so going back to the brothers, right? Yeah. They found the money in their sacks. I don't like that word. I know. I'm so, so sick of saying sacks. Oh, goodness. Say bags. Um, so they, <laughs> I don't know if that's any better. <laughs> so in reporting back to Jacob, they go back home. They, they reunite with their father, um, minus one brother. Uh, They tell him the entire story about what happened with Simon, about this Egyptian guard and about how they were so mean to them and all this stuff. He accused us of being spies. And please keep in mind, like, wouldn't you think that this is crazy? A little. I mean, I wouldn't trust Like, if you were Jacob. If I was Jacob. Because, mind you, he already has strained relationships with them. Especially his oldest son. Yeah, well, Ruben. because they're not from his favorite wife. Yeah. And they basically got rid of Joseph, which he doesn't which know that for he sure. Doesn't but he doesn't know that, but you have he probably has some type of subconscious resentment because oh. they were the ones who were to be taking care of them. So this relationship is strange. It's estranged. Uh-huh. They're weaving this what sounds like a crazy tale. Like they had you had one job. You were supposed to go get grain and you're coming back here minus one brother telling me this tale of, yep. oh, we were accused of being spies and we then all of us were put in prison. But then really, they just kept one of us in prison. It just sounds so far fetched. Yeah, it does. It does. And I do think that this was also a test of Jacob's faith in God, yep. um, which he, you know, er- <laughs> initially fails um but (laughs) (laughs) this is be true here it does um so they emptied all of their sacks because you know on the way back only one of them emptied out their sack and was like oh my gosh there's money in here and it doesn't say that 
every single one of them checked. So when they got back, they realized that every single one of their sacks had money in it. And they were so scared because it's like, oh my gosh, we have all this money. We have all this grain. Like we didn't steal it. I don't know what to do. Like, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like finding $10 on the road, like in the parking lot of the food line. Do you take it in and give it to the cashier? Or like, <laughs> like you're walking out, you have all these groceries and you forget about the case of water on the bottom yes. of your cart or the yes. bag of dog food on the bottom of your cart. Do you or, keep oh walking my gosh. or do you go back? Yeah. <laughs> you know it's one, one of, of those, those things situations um and mind you this is not just like a 10 minute drive up the road this is no. a long journey yes they were all afraid including jacob that they all had money in their sacks so it says and jacob their father said to them after they explained their story said you bereave me of my children joseph is no more and simon is no more and now you would take benjamin all this has come against me and then, of course, Reuben steps in and does something completely off the wall. Because yes, why? Super he's, drastic. He's well, because he's trying to get back on his dad's good side. Of course he is. But that's not the way to do it. No, no. But he doesn't know that. Uh, I'm not making excuses for what he's doing, but <laughs> he should. He doesn't know right from wrong, obviously. Yes, But the brothers in telling this story, they kind of leave out the fact that Simon could die. Yeah. And they add in the economic opportunity of trading in Egypt, which was never part of the deal. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like they're telling half truths to yeah, their father to because, try to persuade him to give them Benjamin. Yeah. Which also kind of is like mm, mm. us knowing the truth and knowing what exactly was said versus what was told is in hindsight kind of wrong on their part. But yeah. at the same time, they're trying to get their brother back because they know exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. would you lie? Would you stretch the truth like that? I only have one brother, so I don't need to worry about it. I think that knowing, no, if I were one of those brothers, I think that knowing what I did years ago to his favorite son, how hard he took that. Yeah. And then knowing now that I've done it again with another brother basically who is gone and i'm now asking for his last you know what youngest like. child yeah. and i i think that i would yeah Probably. i mean i hate to admit it but i think my flesh would say would absolutely yeah because you want to reconcile the current situation of simon's in jail in egypt yeah. and they, this guy just wants to see our youngest brother like come on man mm -hmm. anyway um so Reuben jumps in and he's like, kill my two sons if I don't bring back Benjamin, basically. Yeah. Right? Is that what he says? That's a, sacrifice yeah, that's my what he says. Sons. I sacrifice my, sacrifice my two sons if I don't bring Benjamin back. But did he they, refused. Yes, huh? of course. Did they... Do you think they really trusted that if they would have taken Benjamin, do you think they really would have trusted that, that Joseph, who they didn't know was Joseph, but that this Egyptian governor was going to release... The, I do the, because I did. I mean, because we're going to get to this later. Said. Yeah. In 42, 18 on the third day, Joseph said to them, do this and you will live for I fear God. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I have too. that. They trusted him. Yes. Because I mean, while they knew that he wasn't going to, if they brought him Benjamin, that he wasn't going to kill Simon mm -hmm. and they knew he wasn't going to kill Benjamin if they went. I mean, the overall 
what is it like um what's it called like you're doing something trying to meet an end the overall goal or purpose no the overall intention yes thank you the overall intention of joseph when treating his brothers the way they the way he did was not to make them fearful of him it was to gain their trust yeah and because of the long run of things yeah and because of their past sin they perceived it as fear fear yeah Mm -hmm. and as punishment from god Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. in a way it was Mm -hmm. (laughs) kapkuka kapkuka okay but yes no joseph not joseph Jacob refuses. He says, um, my son shall not go down with you for his brother is dead and he is the only one left. That yeah. sentence does not sit right with me. It's no. like he's the only son that he has. Like, come on, bro. Right. Like, he can be your favorite, but this is a grown man at this point. And uh, you have other sons. You have t- 11 other sons. Yep. Yep. But we all know. Flash 10 because he thinks Joseph is dead. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, he says, if if harm should happen to him on the journey that you were to make, you would bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to shale. Why are you saying it like <laughs> Because I just picture him being so dramatic. Yeah, I think he's screaming at this I'm point. sure he is because he's probably angry, frustrated, hurt because of you've now done God knows what with to another yeah. one of my sons. Simeon. <laughs> I, we're not friends. <laughs> So they, long story short, at that point in time, they're not going back to Egypt with Benjamin. No, no. They just, so they, jo- what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Joseph. No. Jacob. Jacob. Israel. Um, they just go on living life like normal. Yes. Minus their brother. Which just shows you how much he could care less seriously (laughs) that his son is sitting in an egyptian jail and he's just like well no you're not taking benjamin yeah i mean if if he really believed that that's where he was yeah because maybe think about it i i can see it from his perspective you know like oh yeah yeah which i'm not saying that the fact that he didn't do something about it is okay yeah i'm just saying that like for all we know israel could have been under the impression that simon was dead yeah you know or sold or whatever yes and i do want to make a point that even though god has renamed him israel the scriptures still call him jacob Jacob. yes and later on it's it's interchangeably it's like so sporadic i I don't understand it anyway Anyway, so that was the end of chapter 42. There's so much. There was so a much lot. in chapter 42. So moving on to chapter 43, we see that time is fast forward just a little bit. They've eaten all the grain that Joseph had get the give. They've eaten all hard? the food that they came back with. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, they've eaten all the food that they <laughs> just stop. I just said it. Don't repeat it. <laughs> They're out of food. Yes. <laughs> They're out You're of eating food. hair. So- <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that episode. Anyway. So <laughs> my question is how much time has passed? Because they didn't take a little amount of food. Like they took a lot of food, but at the same time, they do have a lot of people to feed. So yeah. 
I don't know, maybe a couple months. I'm thinking about two years. Okay. Ish, give or take, because they say, you know, it's only been two years into the famine when they get back to Egypt. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming it was about a year in. So maybe a year. Yeah. Something like that. Give or take some months. It was not a short amount of time. No. That Simon no. was in jail. So Jacob tells his sons, go again, buy us a little food. Buy a little bitty food. But Judah, Judah steps up. Remember Judah? He's yeah. the one mm-hmm. that was originally, it was his idea to sell Joseph to eat sure was. those people. Um, we had a whole chapter on him and his relations um, <laughs> and that whole story. So if you're interested in that, just go back a couple of episodes. I don't remember exactly where. Which that. one? Somewhere in Genesis. Somewhere in Genesis. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, so Joseph steps up and he's like, the guy said, do not show your face in Egypt again unless you have your youngest brother with us. Yeah. Like, um, we're not going unless Benjamin is with us. Because he's going to kill us. Yes. Because he's like, no, he's going to kill Simon, basically. Um and then Israel said, it says in verse six, Israel said, we were just yeah, talking about I this. I told you. It says, why do you treat me so badly as to tell the man that you had an, another brother? Like you betrayed me by saying that you had another brother when he was asking about the, the honestness of those men. Like he was like, we're honest men. So why wouldn't they tell them that they had another brother? Right. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not, they didn't know yep. Israel Anyway, Israel says the man. If that's your us, real name, <laughs> said the man questioned us carefully about ourselves and our kindred, saying, "Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother?" Uh, what we told him was an answer to these questions, which is basically saying we told him the truth. He was very inquisitive about us for some reason, because um, he's your brother. Yes. Yeah obviously so after a lot of persuading on judah's side of things joseph find joseph jacob finally agrees um to send benjamin um be only after judah was like if i don't come back with him like i will bear that for the rest of my life right yeah like he basically offered himself in place no not really but he was just like i'd be so sad for the rest of my life it would be so that sounds so sarcastic, but I meant it. <laughs> anyway, he was like, um, let me bear the blame forever. If we had not delayed, we would have returned twice. Meaning they would have made that journey yeah. twice, like there if, and back. Yeah, like if you would have just let us go when we originally said, like, this could have been done and over with by now. Yeah, and I do feel like he probably had some resentment against Israel um, for waiting so long because yeah. simon's in a jail in well, egypt exactly and i'm sure he's you know scared for his brother i would hope i would think so i think of all people judah would be well yeah because he was the one that suggested to sell him and so like he's the one to start the reconciliation the on that mm-hmm. on that side of things mm-hmm. so um, so yeah go ahead no that's what i was just gonna say so so jacob makes them take gifts he does i mean it's no surprise that he makes him take gifts yeah. because that's what worked with blah, 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 blah. that's what worked with esau yeah well and i also did some research on that um that it was not uncommon when you were going to meet a leader such as that of joseph mm-hmm. it was not uncommon to take <clears throat> 
a gift yeah um but especially specifically the honey mm-hmm. that they take was super rare during time of famine it was like it was a big deal oh my gosh speaking of honey this is completely not anything to do with this i saw a video the other day where if you take crystallized honey and you whip it like with the hand mixer you know how your honey if you don't use it in time oh, it becomes yeah. crystallized mm-hmm. and you can't really use, use it, it for its n- normal purposes anymore mm-hmm. um if you whip it with like a hand mixer or like a stand mixer it mm-hmm. becomes like this like stuff you can put on toast it's like syrup oh like a spread yeah well it's like it's a little lighter than that it kind of looks like um you know those the stuff they put on cinnamon rolls the white icing icing yeah but it has like cinnamon in it oh that sounds good (laughs) it Mm -hmm. sounds so good speaking of honey i want to try like some honey right okay anyway sidetracked um so jacob makes him take gifts and they also he also makes them double the money so they're returning the money that they got and they're also giving them more money for the food that they're asking for right yeah did you do the math on this no i think it's interesting because remember how much all right there's 10 brothers they each came back with a bag of money which is 10 they're doubling it so they're going back to egypt with 20 bags of money right how much was joseph sold for Ooh, 20 to 30. 20 pieces of silver. Crazy. What? Anyway. That was just... Interesting. Side yeah. I Parallels. Talked up to my brain. Parallels. Um, so, they make the journey, and they go back. <laughs> I like how Israel said, perhaps it was an oversight. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe they just didn't see it. Like, no. No. Oh, Israel. Oh, you think they just put the money back there, even though even though we were just in even though they just imprisoned your sons for three days and accused them of being spies. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, So they took the present, they took the money and they rose and went down to Egypt, Egypt and stood before Joseph. Um, And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, bring the men into the house and slaughter an animal and make ready for the men are to dine with me at noon. So, of course, <laughs> you're coming into a city, you're coming into Egypt, and you get escorted into the captain of the guard's house. What Big is your, deal. What is your initial thought there? Because nobody else got to do that. Right? Like, why? Who are they? What mm-hmm. did they do? I mean, or if, who are they? So obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, if I were them, like, I would be terrified. Like, oh, my gosh, we're getting drug into, drug into the captain of the guard's house. Like, we're going to die. Like, he's going to put us to death. Like, he, remembers. he remembers. Oh, no. He knows we took the money. He knows about the money. Like, so that's exactly what happened. They were afraid. So they went and talked to the steward of the house and was like, hey, we brought the money back. Like, take it. Like, please don't kill us, basically. <laughs> and, um... Though a steward replied and said, peace to you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has put treasure in your sacks for you. I received your money. Then, then he brought Simon out to him. So he's like, no, it wasn't a mistake. We knew. We, we knew. I, I we, did it on purpose. We did it, it was on purpose. for you. Yep. A gift. Here's your brother. Take him. You're going to be dining soon. Yes. Go sit down. <laughs> Here you go. Shoot you. Yes. So... 
Joseph came home around noon. So he wasn't there when his brothers were initially brought in. He was probably still at work. Yeah. I would assume. Right. Oh, working half days. I wish. It, was, it must have been a Friday. Anyway. <laughs> they He came Not to his for house. Everyone. And they presented him a, their present that he brought. And they bowed down to him again. Um, And he inquired about their welfare. Where... <laughs> welfare how is your father yes how's your father um is your father well the old man of whom you spoke is he still alive and they said your servant our father is well he is alive and they bowed their hands and prostrated what does that mean i don't don't like it that's why i didn't read it prostrated themselves they bowed they bowed they bowed down prostrated anyway so um they bowed in in respect i guess so he lifted his eyes and he saw his brother benjamin and said is this your youngest brother brother of whom you spoke oh my goodness (laughs) i'm sorry i'm still stuck on the prostrated thing i'm just imagining them (laughs) bending the other way I'm looking it up. <laughs> Spreading their our streaks. My bro straight. Stop. <laughs> Lying stretched out on the ground with one's face downward. So they bowed down. They planked. They were like planking. <laughs> Do you remember that challenge where everybody was like up on random things like rigid, like a board? With their face to the ground. Yeah. Planking. I sure do. That was forever ago. When did we get so old? What are you doing? Looking up a picture of prostrating. Oh, it's exactly what it looks like. It looks like planking. They literally lay down. They literally lay down. But then down. there's also this. Stop. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So uh, they bound down to the point where they're they literally lay down. laying down on their stomachs. Yes. Like probably the most submissive position you could possibly be in (laughs) um okay he said is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me be gracious to god be gracious to you my son and then joseph hurried out for his compassion grew warm for his brother and he sought a place to weep this is twice now he has cried He ran. He ran to his room. He ran. He ran to his room to cry. He did. He did. Um, he entered his chamber and wept there. And then he washed his face and came out and controlling himself. <laughs> he said, "Serve the food." So they served him by Feed himself, them. and then by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with them by themselves, because Egyptians could not eat with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited to learn this. Yes. So it says, Joseph. Where did you get it? The commentary. Joseph did not eat with his brothers. From the same place? Yes. Okay. Because at that time, Egypt was one of the most racially separated societies on earth. They believed that Egyptians came from gods and all other people came from lesser, lesser origins. Um, and there, there was little social mixing with foreigners in Egypt of Joseph's day. I mean, that so also like, gives us context as to why he was so hostile to his brothers also. Yes. But I think this is also kind of ironic I considering what's going to happen. Yes. I don't think, 
I don't think that his brothers knew that he was eating by himself because he wasn't allowed to eat. With no, the because he was a Hebrew. Yeah. Even his high school. Uh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Like he was alone eating. Wow. In his room. And he wasn't eating, eating in with the bathroom the of, <laughs> with the rest of the Egyptians because he couldn't because, because he, was he wasn't an Egyptian. Yeah, exactly. And so like and then his brothers were eating all together by themselves. By themselves. Oh, nothing like a good old family dinner. Right. Um, Interesting. I just can't believe that. Like even with his power, like his statute stat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Words are hard. Status. Um second in command to the to the pharaoh like he still he literally eat with ruled Egyptians. over yeah like <laughs> i can't he saved you and you can't eat with him anyway racially separated as in like racial groups not mm-hmm. necessarily skin color but like ethnic groups ethnic groups yeah the hebrews the egyptians the israelites like, yeah yeah absolutely anyway um what else you like that yeah uh i did want to point out here kind of and maybe you're going to touch on this and i'm jumping the gun how like he says serve the food so they served him by himself the egyptians because they couldn't eat together um and then so they took you know the food from joseph's table to feed them Mm -hmm. and they gave everybody food but they gave benjamin more Mm -hmm. five times times more. more yep so it was I a test. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Sure was. It was because- a test because he was outwardly the favorite and they were making sure that they wouldn't be jealous of each other. Yep. Because what weren't. was Joseph? Joseph was, was the, favorite. the favorite. Yeah. So they weren't. It says they ate and drank and were married with him. Can I just point out? I think this is just kind of comical a little bit. Sure. That where it says Mary in my in my bible there's a note that says it's the hebrew word for to become intoxicated intoxicated. (laughs) (laughs) i just thought that was funny (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny um another thing that happened with the eating and the tables they were all seated and arranged based on their ages so Mm -hmm. they were sat served and whatever arranged in the order that they were born. So it was the mm-hmm. oldest to the youngest, mm-hmm. whatever order. Yeah. And they were all amazed by that. Right? So, of course, they were amazed because the likelihood of some that? random person doing that is one in 40 million. Did like, you look that up? I did look it up. <laughs> one in 40 million. That's so crazy. Like, the probability like, of that happening, of course, they were astonished, but... That should have indicated to their brothers something about who this person was. Knew them. He knew them. Like, that's why I think it was God shielding their eyes yeah, from absolutely. their brother. Absolutely. And, and their brother shielding himself from them. Yeah. Because, like, A thousand on. percent, right? Like. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That some random guy would just be able to do that. Like, no. Because it's not a small. It was 11 people. Yeah. 11 maybe if it were like you and one other person or you and maybe even two other people yeah 75 percent chance but one through 11 are you kidding that's crazy anyway moving Uh, on yes they gave benjamin a bunch of stuff extra five times extra than the rest of the people and they were making sure that they weren't going to be jealous of him Mm -hmm. and they weren't they They weren't they didn't care and they got drunk with everybody yeah (laughs) They, they lived it up. They lived it up. They passed the test. At the number two of Egypt's house. 
Yes, they passed the test. So that brings us to the end of... 43. 43. Moving into 44. There's a lot. There's a lot in these couple of chapters. I'm so sorry it's taking so long. So Yeah, that's all right. Anyway. Pause it. Take a snack break if you need to. Yes. Come okay. back to us. Okay. So 44. He commanded the steward of his house to fill the men's sacks with food as much as they could carry and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. But he said, put my cup in the mouth of the sack of the youngest brother. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And they did. And then he said, as soon as morning was light, the men were sent away with their donkeys. They had gone a short distance from the city. Now Joseph said to his steward, follow up after the men. And when you overtake them, say to them, why have you repaid evil for good? It is not from this day that my Lord drinks by this that he practices divination. You have done evil in doing this. So he planted a cup in Benjamin's sack told his steward to chase after them after they just left the city, chase them down and be like, you stole something from this Egyptian guard, guy, general, whatever. Yeah, after he Um, gave you all of this. Yep, and the whole divination part is just pointing to the fact that it was a quote-unquote important item. Mm -hmm. Like it meant something. Um, Because think about it again. The brothers were in the land of Canaan, who was also a pagan society. The Egyptians were in a pagan society, so they would know the importance of the mm-hmm. divination cup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that they practiced it, but, but they, they would, would know. know. They would yeah. understand the significance. Yeah. So they catch up to them. <laughs> they catch up to the brothers, right? And they say what Joseph told them to say. And they're like, um, if you find it amongst us, kill them. Right? Sound like anything else? I don't know. Sounds like uh, Israel. But anyways, if you find it, kill them. If you find the cup, kill whoever has it. They didn't know that um, Benjamin had the cup at all. Of course they didn't. So when they found the cup in Benjamin's sack, it says, what does it say? They tore their clothes and every man loaded his donkey and they returned to the city. Right? Mm hmm. Because he said to them, why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold, the money that we found in the mass of our sacks, we brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? Whichever your servants is found with it shall die. And we will also be my Lord's servants. So there's a death penalty for the one who has it. And then the rest of them will come back. That's how sure they were. They were like, mm-hmm. we don't have it. Yeah. And then the rest of us will be slaves. And the rest of us will be slaves. He said, let it be as you say, he who was found with it shall be my servant and the rest of you shall be innocent. So he doesn't agree to the death penalty. Correct. The, the steward or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does that because he absolutely has no idea. <laughs> No, he has an idea of what's going on. Like, he knows it's a ruse. That's why he's like, I'm not going to kill anybody. (laughs) The servant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So each man quickly lowered his sack to the ground and each man opened his sack and he searched beginning with the eldest, ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. And they tore their clothes and every man loaded his donkey and returned to the city. Did you have anything on the tore his clothes? No. Really? Not for this. I didn't. So, tearing your clothes was an ex- 
extreme expression of horror as if someone had just died. So you remember when Jacob found out that Joseph had quote unquote died? Yes. He tore his clothes. Okay. Okay. Reuben tore his clothes yep. when they figured out that they had, he had sold him. Mm-hmm. The Pharisees tore their clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So the reaction that the brothers showed for Benjamin just goes to show their change of heart. Yeah. With the young, that makes for sense. The youngest yeah, that makes sense. Um, it was like it was like the worst thing imaginable, basically. Because it was because that, they promised the one the one thing they the promised wasn't going to happen. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. So. Um, but so they before, all go back to the city. Yeah. Oh, I'm but, sorry. Well, no, before, like before with Joseph, they could care less. They didn't, obviously. But all of them tore their clothes. All of them went back to the city mm-hmm. to be slaves. Yeah. And hopefully not kill Benjamin. But anyway, so they go back and they start. Judah, I think, goes to speak for to speak to, to who they don't know as Joseph, but to speak to Joseph on behalf of the brothers to basically beg for benjamin's life right yeah he says god has found out the guilt of your servants behold we are my lord's servants both we and he also in whose hand the cup has been found but he said far be it from me that i should do so only the man in whose hand the cup was found shall be my servant but as for you go up in peace to your father so he's like i'll keep benjamin the rest of you can go Mm -hmm. and finding the quote-unquote cup yeah and this is where Judah's like, hey, come here. Let me talk to you for a second, <laughs> basically, mm-hmm. in private. It says, let your anger not burn against your servant, for you are like Pharaoh himself. My Lord asked his servant, saying, have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, we have a father, an old man, and a younger brother, the child of his old age. His brother is dead, and he is alone, and he alone is left of his mother's children, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, bring him down to me that I may set my eyes on him. We said to my Lord, the boy cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. Then you said to your servants, unless your youngest brother comes down to you, we shall not see my face again. Blah, 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 blah. He tells the whole story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And then he says, our dad didn't want to send Benjamin because it would devastate him. It would kill him. It would take him down to Sheol. Yes. So for your servant became a pledge of safety for the boy to my father saying, if I do not bring him back to you, then I shall bear the blame before my father all my life. Therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the boy as a servant to my Lord and let the boy go back with his brothers. For how can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? I fear to see the evil that would find my father. So this is Judah sacrificing himself in place of Benjamin. Yes, which brings us, you know, full circle back to the beginning when Judah was doing the exact opposite Mm -hmm. when it came time for, or, you know, when they originally were looking at Joseph, we were looking at Joseph because Judah was the one who was like, no, let's sell him. Yep. If we can't kill him, let's sell him. And now Judah is sacrificing himself for the youngest brother yeah the favorite so i mean is it such a crazy thing that jesus christ was brought through the line yeah i yeah i have a note on that i'm like judah's sacrifice is similar well i shouldn't say similar because nothing can be compared to the sacrifice of jesus christ but was kind of showing us 
what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he sacrificed himself. He, I don't know. He came a long way from selling his brother to sacrificing. Oh his entire yeah, life. because he was grown. He had he had a wife. He had sons. Like he had children back home. Like all mm-hmm. this stuff. And he's like, nope. Send my youngest brother back. I'll stay here. Yep. I'll take the blame. And that was the end of chapter 44. Yeah. Left us on a cliffhanger. (laughs) Right? Like, oh, what's going to happen? Is he going to stay? Are you going to send Benjamin back? Right. Well, I guess we'll find out on the next episode. But until then. What's our favorite? Our favorite verse is verse. I just read it. Chapter 44, verse 33. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the boy as a servant to my Lord and let the boy go back with his brothers. You know, I think we just, I mean, it was at the end, so we just kind of talked about it. But I mean, I it's our favorite. Yes. I think, you know, it just hits hard. It hit home. Because we see full circle how you can change with God. You can change. He literally How pushes to them to the brink of repentance mm-hmm. and yeah. reconciliation yeah. with his brother you know and i had a point that i just wanted to say because initially like when you first look at this story and you first read it you're like oh joseph's getting revenge mm-hmm. that's not what he was doing no he was pushing them to reconciliation yep so and it looks like revenge on the outside eye for an eye being thrown in prison yes and all that stuff, yeah but i actually not. had a whole point on that that i didn't even talk about it's not well, no, it is an eye for an eye because they sold again back to that parallel. They sold Joseph into slavery. They mm-hmm. threw him in that pit and they let him there. He threw them in jail and yeah. he let them there for three days. Yeah. But the difference was between Joseph and his brothers in that time is that Joseph let them go. Yeah. And he had every intention of not. They didn't know this, but Joseph had every intention of not killing Simon. Yeah. So, yeah. At any rate. At any rate. That brings us to the end of this episode. Yes. So on the next episode, we're going to be discussing Genesis chapters 45 through 47. And that will be up next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you enjoy the time we spent in God's word. And we hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening.